0: There was a time, long ago, when evil men with greed in their hearts would lay siege to the king that possessed the ancient treasures of the Dark Ages. But the king was in league with creatures of magic, forest spirits, leprechauns. These guardians summoned from the earth to protect the gold from falling into the hands of evil men, of wicked men. The legend of their ferocity spreads through the land and all would know not to trifle with these creatures. The king's reign would come to an end. And the leprechauns would find their home again, back in Mother Nature's embrace. Except for the myth of the one. The one that did not go back.
1: Welcome to Filmstrip. I'm Jay. And I'm Brian. And this is our review of Leprechaun, Back to the Hood, starring Warwick Davis, Tangie Miller, Laz Alonzo, and Paige Kennedy, directed by Stephen Aram-Louis. straight to video in December 2013, Brian, because nothing says Christmas like a friggin' Leprechaun, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we have finally made it here, my ninja. We are back to the hood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are back to the hood. Number six in the series. Can you believe they made six of these things? Come on.
1: Really. And, I mean it survived to the sixth one is the amazing thing, man. It, like I I really don't know how.
2: I I'm not sure either. I I can't imagine that after 3, 4 and 5 anyone said it's a good idea to make another one. They can't have been making money on these things. <laughs>
1: That's what know. I've got to know and there's no information about it out yeah. there at all and I don't know why they keep going. <laughs> I I do believe that Leprechaun in the hood was a a video hit. Like that was that did something. It's the
2: only reason that they would ever even think of doing another one, I guess.
1: I would think so. And well, yep. you know, but though Hollywood is rife for this, man. Like they're they're doing a remake we in production as we record this. Leprechaun Origins. But you gotta put
2: into context <laughs> that it's the WWE who's doing it, right? <laughs> and they have this midget wrestler named Hornswoggle. As part of their company, so they're probably sure. just trying to find something for him to do. And what else are you going to do? A remake of Willow? And <laughs> probably not. Ridley Scott will never allow that
1: to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and, and for good reason. Maybe you could redo Time Bandits. I don't know. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, we're, we're back. And it's the last one with Warwick Davis, though. He will not be a part of Origins from everything I've read. Not that so. we know of, and that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. Is it he has been the continued piece of all of this? Have we had one character, one damn character besides him come back?
2: Uh, no, I That don't is amazing think so. in
1: a in a six-part series that no one made another run through this.
2: You know it really is, but it just sh- shows you what a standalone every film is in this series. That they none are. of them none of them have uh, well, I guess you can think of a couple of them that have a few ties back to the other thing. The medallion is one tie that they brought back in it, but they they don't really they're not tied to each other other than a brief mention in one or two films.
1: I think you brought up a good point there. And if you're a continuity person and I kind of am, this will drive you insane. Like yeah. there's no way to connect the dots between these. I think someone online has and it's quite humorous to try to see them do it, but like there is no timeline. Yeah. It's just they just all exist and they just exist at the same time. It's parallel it, dimensions all at once, man.
2: And, and and even at that too is that they they don't exist in the same time, right? They yeah. Some of them are years ahead of where the other one was, or it's back in time, <laughs> or they. I mean, if you ever look at a continuity timeline of this series, like they're all over the place. You have no clue which one's follows what.
1: <laughs> oh, I agree. I mean, like there's there's no telling. Where a Leprechaun 6 is supposed to have taken place. Because wasn't last week supposed to have been a prequel to some of the other ones and, right. or something like that? I don't uh, know. Who knows? At least the it, third one in Vegas. Well, I, the yeah. va- the space
2: one, right? That one's supposed to be way in the future, right? Because <laughs> it looked very futuristic.
1: I think we can just say, Brian, when a series goes to space, that's usually it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, unless else it to go. started
2: there. Unless it started there.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, you know, but look, I mean, in, in other series, other things I've reviewed, Anytime they go to space and and they didn't begin there, like you said, it's never a good sign. Like no, you know, Critters not. Four comes to mind, and <laughs> Jason X, which is fun, but is really stupid. And and I think there was a Hellraiser one that did in space. I haven't seen that, but I mean, you know, I understand that wasn't exactly a shining mm. moment in the history. I mean, it's uh, you, when you go to space, it's you're out of you're out of luck. But you know that, that we're talking about movies that were two movies ago. We're back in the Hood, man. And the thing I'm most surprised about here is it's not a sequel to In the Hood. <laughs> right? Like, that's that's amazing.
2: It's not even the same. Hood.
1: Yeah, that's what I wondered. Is it across the other side of the tracks or what? I don't
2: know. I don't know. Maybe the first one was in Detroit and this one's in Chicago. Who knows?
1: because the rap game in detroit baby that's, that's, that's hey
2: detroit's got the worst hood ever and eminem comes from the rap hood in detroit so he
1: he does i don't think iced tea came out of that but, but okay you know I'm, I'm with you mac daddy onassis wasn't cleaning it up in d-town but, oh you know.
2: god i can't believe you remember mac daddy onassis
1: <laughs> i remember lots of things i remember i remember old maury from from the the ripoff uh haunted tour and All kinds of random – these movies have seeped their way into my brain in ways that I will never be able to uh, excise. It's just –
2: it's sad. All right. Well, we should get into this, Jay, so let's get a plot summary on what happens in Leprechaun – I guess we call it six – Back to the Hood. (laughs) (laughs) We open with an animation that explains the origins of the Leprechaun and then flash to modern day where he battles with a priest who is able to send him back to hell before collapsing and dying. (laughs) When we meet a group of inner-city friends... He battles... Em- hold on. He battles a priest. <laughs> yeah, well, you know... Okay. I guess he's evil, right? <laughs> we meet a group of inner-city friends, Emily, Rory, and Jamie, who go <laughs> because from Because
1: nothing rags says inner-city like <laughs> Emily, Rory, and Jamie. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> they go from rags to riches when they stumble upon some treasures, but they're warned by a psychic to resist the wealth because of the dangers that it brings. Of course, the little green man wants it back, and he goes about dispensing with the unsuspecting pals one by one. The remaining friends go back to see the psychic who tells them the origins of the leprechaun, like we learned in the original animation. (laughs) We had to rehash that, right? (laughs) And that he can be only killed by his gold or a four-leaf clover. Hey, look at that. Jamie produces a four-leaf clover found in a bag of weed that he bought earlier, and Rory grinds it up and puts it in the tips of each bullet of his gun. (laughs) The leprechaun eventually shows up, and Rory starts shooting him, but after the fourth shot, his gun jams. This leads to a back-and-forth fight with the little green monster until Emily throws his gold into a furnace, which sets the leprechaun on fire, because he goes after it, of course. (laughs) This doesn't stop him, though, as he has Emily dangling off a rooftop. Rory gets his... Gun working and blasts the leprechaun, rescues Emily, and she knocks the pry into a pool of wet cement, trapping him because it dries that fast once you hit it with a person, I guess. And the film shows the friends enjoying some good times before cutting to an animation showing the leprechaun digging himself out of the ground as the credits roll, setting up a sequel that thankfully never was made.
1: <laughs> yeah, to never be continued. So, <laughs> I mean. Wow. Uh, (laughs) You know, I want to throw out the one piece of trivia here that I do know about this. Originally, this was going to be set on a tropical island with a bunch of, you know, bikini clad teens. I think that's thus the names (laughs) Emily, Rory, and Jamie, which I so called out is not inner city. And I think I'm right. But then, then, you know, they decided, uh, I guess for reasons, because the last one was somewhat successful. Let's go back to the hood, though, as you've called out, not the same hood.
2: Yeah, no, totally different Hood. We don't have any of the same characters that we saw. I mean, wouldn't it have been nice to find out what happened to Postmaster P.?
1: Well, yeah, well, I, or <laughs> yeah, maybe right. one of the hoes that was
2: dancing at the end or something. Right, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. maybe we see how rich Leprechaun became on Postmaster
1: P, well, right? yeah, why couldn't Lisa or one well, of these other, Yolanda, one of these people been one of those, you know? Well, and
2: and, and and didn't we set it up that he was controlling Postmaster P's career at the end of
1: that one? Right. Yeah, Leprechaun so was the in the hell? rap game now. I mean, that's how he was making ends. He, he was a kingpin to... of rap. <laughs> right. He was making ends. He didn't need to be snapping up the gold, but, you know.
2: Well, it's what it is, and and really the only thing that comes from that Leprechaun in the Hood film that carries over into this one is the fact that Leprechaun really likes weed.
1: Yeah, that that <laughs> is really the end of it. Yeah, and boy, does weed ever play a part in this film? I thought well, it was yeah, heavy yeah. last time because it was mm-hmm. you know constant, but I mean you call it that. There's a character <laughs> that finds a four leaf clover in a bag of weed. There's people right. smoking weed. A guy gets killed with a bong. There's just. There's because weed yeah, everywhere.
2: we know that four leaf or that clover patches grow where weed grows, right? I mean, it's obvious. So if you're <laughs> well, harvesting the weed, hey, you gotta, look, gotta man, harvest if, the clovers.
1: You remember the fat kid from the first one? All you gotta do is believe, I and then, yeah. there you go. Poor poor Ollie. Poor old uh, you. Re- hey, you remember Ollie? Did you bang on me for remembering <laughs> the other? How can you forget Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> I, that seems like and Kevin so long Bacon ago. Wannabe. I, that felt like. Let's just stop for a minute and think here. Think how far we've come since that first (laughs) film. (laughs) All the places we've been.
2: Do you remember how we crapped on that film? Oh yeah. Boy, were we in for some awesomeness after that. That was like that's like cinematic gold (laughs) compared to what we've watched (laughs) since.
1: It is. It is definitely, and everything else is reposed (laughs) by your diamond grill at the mall. Gold. I mean, it's. It's, I've known horror series or series just in general that just get progressively worse as they go along. I mean, it's just, it happens. It's, it's the repetition factor, right? But I've never seen one that like actively got worse every (laughs) installment. Like it just reinvents itself to even worse ideas. Yeah. Every time. But I'll say this right now. One thing that is markedly different in this one and the last. that we've seen is i I actually like some of the actors here i like some of the characters i mean they're they're Mm -hmm. funny i think they know they're in a stupid film but they're believable to me i kind of dug them
2: yeah no the the difference also in this one is that the acting is good i mean comparatively (laughs) speaking right it's not spectacular i don't think any of these people ever show up in anything major ever again but it's compared to what we've seen in in the last five or four actually uh the first one had the Aniston, who's decent at least, but uh, it's pretty crappy acting in all those. And this one, it seems like you're watching a real movie, like someone actually took time to write dialogue for once. And also, this has gotten rid of a lot of the campy and uh, stupid humor that they've used in the last four leprechauns and replaced it with more of a horror and gore feel.
1: Yeah, it's much more sinister. We're going to talk about some of the kills and the, the maimings and things to this. But I noticed that too, Brian, you're right. It's There's no more one-liners. And like mm-hmm. part of me was missing those, but then part of me was sort of glad they were done with that. Well, yeah, I,
2: think, I was completely glad they were done with that. Was, <laughs> I mean, I did get a kick out of a few of them, and I, yeah, as we talked about in the last podcast. But to not have that interrupt what could be a okay flow of a movie was kind of nice. Because, no, let's, I, let's face it, this one actually had a flow to it, and it made sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, oddly enough, as as stupid as it sounds, and it is a pretty stupid little story, it's really easy to follow, and it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say the third act, the climax, goes on and on oh, yeah. and on. But I, I, the, the leading up to it was at least worth it in some way. I kind of liked most of what I, I was getting here. And I'll tell you, I think the thing that hooked me right out of the gate was this little animation, this mm-hmm. prologue that's... Uh, you have the the Esmeralda character that we'll meet later as the psychic that does this voiceover here About the origin of leprechauns, that they were summoned by kings to protect the gold, and after the king, all the Leprechauns were sent back to where they came from, except for one. And through the ages, he's even more and more corrupted about the gold that that he still guards and stuff. I I don't know. What did you make of the, I guess, what is it, third or fourth different origin story we had
2: here? (laughs) And not the last one, apparently, but yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I liked it, too. I thought it was kind of a neat way to actually set things up, and it just shows you that you don't need to watch— watch any of the other leprechaun movies (laughs) at all to just take this one and watch it because it tells you the origin of the leprechaun, why he's there and what he's doing, and then gives you a story to go with it. So yeah, no, I thought it was cool. I like that they gave you that kind of intro and, and built it up with that as the credits were going. I thought that was a real neat way to do it. And it really does set you up. If you're not one who's seen any of the leprechauns in the past, you can pick this up and not have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, I. And I think you made, would anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we made it clear anyway. None of these connect, so you know whatever. Don't, you don't need any of them to to <laughs> go forward to the next one. There is no continuity. But I do like the fact that they at least bother to go through with that again. And we don't have anything like you know he's got to marry some chick that sneezes three times or you know something something oh, like geez, that. Like yeah. at least we're not back to that crap, right? Mm-hmm. A- at least it's it's him. And what we find here in this opening battle, which I did crack up at because it sounded like. I don't know the way that plot is written. It's like it's the beginning of The Exorcist or something. <laughs> when you got this this priest who we, we will learn has stolen this gold and he's using it to build a youth center, right? That's yeah. that's the construction site that apparently is still being built by the time that the rest of the movie takes place. But he's using that gold to to fund that project. And the priest here has a four leaf clover and a bottle of holy water that he's throwing at the leprechaun as the leprechaun slashes at him.
2: Yeah. Now, uh, we're we're meant to believe that after the priest dies, right, that it's a year later that they come back. Is that correct? I just want to... They
1: the time, do right? they, they do the year forward or whatever, okay. yeah, but okay. but I'm I'm going man that's a slow building project, so- <laughs> right
2: right right. And it, but yeah no, uh, the four leaf clover dipped holy water because right <laughs> uh, that that was awesome. Um, it, I don't know I thought it was a real weird kind of way to start it because but it was done well enough where you were kind of intrigued at what was going on, but then they kind of did nothing with it after that. You know I don't I don't know It's just the, the priest. Goes after this leprechaun, or fights with the leprechaun who's trying to get his gold back. He's building this youth center, and they don't really explain that until the the flash forward. But uh, after that, it's just kind of like that was just an intro and never used again, right?
1: Well, they had to have some way to bury the leprechaun there so that when these people later find the gold at the site of that youth center, that it how did he get there? How did he get there? All that stuff. That's the old setup here. Yeah. The thing I thought was different this time is that we've never seen the leprechaun like dragged back into hell. Like he got stabbed with wrought iron. That was bad once. Yeah. And yeah. he got, you know, melted by a flamethrower that got a hold of his gold <laughs> that one time. And then he, you know, got disembodied and flipped off the universe <laughs> in space. The last time he was just rapping with some hoes at the club. So. And the first time he got shot with a, with a four leaf clover and some gum, right, and, and then blown up, right? Well, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I mean, we've seen him die in a lot of ways, and I've never seen like, <laughs> but the he puppy. never died. <laughs> well. I- We've seen him go down in a lot of different ways, but I've never seen the Buffy season one vampire hands come up out of the ground to drag him below. I did not. What was that?
2: that Was that supposed to be the other leprechauns finally getting a hold of him and dragging him where he's supposed to be? Or I mean, they never really explain what the, what the hell.
1: (laughs) I don't. Yeah, they don't. It is. It is a grand non-explanation.
2: Apparently, holy water and clovers can summon demons from the earth to trap someone. I don't know
1: i gonna have to remember that the next time I'm I'm angry in traffic. But uh, there you go, you know right, I mean? right? Well, yeah. you got
2: to find a four leaf clover first, and
1: then uh, uh, but then I probably got to find somebody that'll you know put some holy water around it. it <laughs> I'm not even Catholic. I doubt that would even happen now.
2: Yeah, but right. anyway, <laughs>
1: so point point being, I did like that though. I mean, it was it's stupid, yeah, but I don't know. I thought it was cool. It's better than some of the other crap they oh you know, absolutely dispensed with them with. So yeah.
2: No, I agree with you that. You know,
1: what does the priest die of? Is it? Is he die of a heart? I think he had a attack?
2: heart attack. Yeah, it's, no, that's, dude, I he, that's he like, why I took it.
1: Well, like I read something online that says he died from injuries inflicted by the leprechaun. I'm like, I don't even think the leprechaun ever got a hold of him.
2: Maybe injuries he received before we saw him. I don't know. I I, that's why you you, don't read what's online, man. (laughs) Just making shit. Says a
1: guy who hosts podcasts
2: online. I'm not writing anything.
1: (laughs) You used to. So, but anyway, let me let me ask you this though. Like we've seen the Leprechaun throw magic at people a lot, right? Like Mm -hmm. every movie that's yeah, Force,
2: lightning and yeah. yeah.
1: Where's that? And uh, that might come in useful in this fight, I would think.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, well, like we said, you throw everything in the past out because it doesn't matter until unless you need it. I mean, the one movie he had a uh shillelagh that turned into a lightsaber, and <laughs> another oh one gosh. he had force lightning. I mean, they must really like Star Wars, you know? But <laughs> I think uh, the
1: people, the people that made those certainly did.
2: That's the yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think at one point he had eyes that uh he did the Superman eyes burning thing. I don't know. It's it. I guess they didn't. Have, maybe he doesn't have the power to do it right now. Maybe you know he needs what, a lot of his gold to do it. Who knows? Do
1: you know what I miss? I miss the fact that he could pedal really fast on a bicycle <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> now miss- that, little, that little pedal car. <laughs> yes, I miss that. I miss the pogo stick from hell. Like that was, Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I, that's what I miss. So. But, uh, but I'm, I'm into this, though. I'll say this. The first five minutes of this, I'm totally hooked. And I can't believe yeah. I'm saying that about a Leprechaun movie, but I was hooked. I was no, like, oh, I, okay, yeah. this is kind of cool. I like this. And then they throw in a very likable character emily who's really our protagonist here Taji miller she's the the girl of the group here right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's going with her friend to have their fortune told by the psychic esmeralda right
2: right yeah well it, it, I, that doesn't really happen right away either i don't think um i think what happens first is they're sitting there and they we get introduced to uh, Rory, who apparently yeah. is an ex of Emily's, which I don't think they ever really explained very well. Um, and he's now a, a drug dealer. Mm hmm. Uh, that's real good. And then he's getting into it with another group of drug dealers. Um, yes. that roam the street. So we get introduced to all them. And I don't think it is right away that they go to the psychic because I think what they show is that she goes to her work, which is that salon, whatever oh, they want to the call
1: barber it. shop from hell. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And she's got to work with all the fat black people that, <laughs> that live in her city. And they're all like, ah so stupid you know whatever (laughs) and so they have to like she has to massage their backs and do their nails and give them pedicures and all this crap and she hates her job and that's when i think they go to the psychic to find out if she'll ever have anything real worthwhile uh, or get out of the city or something i think that's why they end up going there
1: uh, yeah, it's a good point, and I want to say this. though, so going back to the drug dealer feud thing, did you notice who one of the rival drug dealers was?
2: Uh, no, sir.
1: C- Cedric, the other lead guy, is played by Sticky Fingers. He was he played Blade when Blade was a television show. If you remember that short-lived TV show that he had, and he's been in a lot of other stuff too. I mean, he was in he was in a couple of cool movies that I dug, like. I, he was in Flight of the Phoenix, which was a bad remake, but was kind of a fun flick to watch. He's been on The Shield, and I really liked that show. He was a recurring character there. He's been on Law and Order a few times. I mean, he's, he's made the rounds, but he's a rapper mainly. But I recognized him immediately. I was like, oh, so they put a real rapper in. And I want to tell you, like, part of me wishes that that was Postmaster P. Like, uh, the, the leprechaun had just turned him into a dope dealer. You know? Nice. I uh, yeah, I
2: don't I don't know any anything about that guy. Uh, unfortunately, none of those shows I've ever watched, so I, I have no frame of reference. But uh, it's nice to know that at least someone from this movie made it out somewhere
1: else. Uh, he was something before he got in this. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they
2: brought an established
1: actor in. Well, I wouldn't call him an established actor. I think he, <laughs> he does parts. He's an established rapper for sure, okay. and probably the reason he would have been attracted to this. N- now, the, which
2: one was he? Was he one of the side characters, or was he actually the guy who was like all dopey and trying to be all tough?
1: Yeah, the, there's t- there's two there's two um, rivals, right? There's Watson, and then there's Cedric, and he was Cedric, the one with like wearing his hat backward and acting so all the cool, one who
2: so. acted all tough, but really the, exactly, a, was exactly the second in command. Okay, yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good so know.
1: I, I like though though I like that Emily though has standards. <laughs> that she's like I like you, Rory, but I'm not going to date you if you're going to sling in the hood. And I, right. You know, I mean you know. I thought that was cool. I mean look that's a trope, right? Well the is, trope you just, yeah the you trope go with for what you her. can. And she's like no I'm better than that.
2: I like yeah. The, that. the trope for her is that she wants to get out of that city. She wants yeah. to have a better life. And <laughs> the youth center was the key to getting that better life. And now that it's never being built again, she has no outlet. I guess she doesn't know how to leave the city.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to leave where you know, right? Like familiarity can be as big a trap as anything
2: to folks. Right? I suppose. I suppose. If they have no skills either, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, well, look, look, it's not like she's, you know, went, you know, slinging it around in the NBA from Stanford or something right now. I mean, <laughs> she, you know, she's obviously just a working girl and trying to figure out, you know, how she can make it in the world. And, and she goes to this psychic. It, what a lot of people go to psychics for is some glimmer of hope, right? Mm-hmm. And, but I love this psychic, man. She's such a trip because it's every trope you, you want in a psychic. It's even with like music, you know, it's kind of all that. <laughs> And I'm I'm getting flashbacks to like Goldie Hall, uh, not Goldie Hall, not oh, even close. Goldie uh, Whoopi Goldberg from from Ghost. Remember her? Okay, yeah, yeah. Is that same kind of character, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, okay, so she's the same kind of character where, like, you, you think most of what she does is just a sham, but every now and then she, you know, clicks into something real, and as we'll turn around to find out later, she's very magical indeed. Right. And she's like she's like a black willow or something in there, the way she can fight, <laughs> but but she tells them you're going to get this great... Wealth, but it comes with a great price and brings a terrible evil. You should let it go. And the one thing you cannot tell desperate young people is, you're going to come across great wealth and then say anything after that because they're going to hear it.
2: Right, right, yeah. They're not going to listen to you. They're going to be like, uh, you should come, you come across great wealth, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Right, exactly. that's what yep. they hear, and uh, yeah, and even if they did hear you, they don't care. They're just like, "Well, I'm gonna have money."
1: Yeah, exactly, right? like whatever. I'm I'm cool. I can take care of it. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> and and the funny thing is, is that the the Emily may not have heard anything, but the other uh the other gal um lisa jamie or lisa i'm sorry Yeah, mm-hmm. the other gal lisa actually hears and she kind of uh warns her when they actually find the gold that maybe we shouldn't do anything what you talking about
1: girl <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well and then let's talk about how they find the gold they're at a barbecue yeah. at the abandoned youth center right yeah, right because right, that's what you
2: do is you hang out at an abandoned <laughs> construction site and have a barbecue
1: Fit be as good a place as any in the city. I think i lot of parks <laughs> probably. Look, you got Rory there, you got their stoner friend Jamie, Paige hmm. Kennedy, who's the, the comic relief of all of this. Lisa yes. uh, and, and Emily. And Emily falls through a hole in this construction site. This is another reason you probably shouldn't party at construction sites, kids. They're if they're abandoned, they're they're not secure. So
2: well, yeah, and apparently it's just dirt above this building, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, good oh, lord,
1: nothing. It, it is. I mean, there's syphilis down in that hole, Brian. There's problems. <laughs> oh, all right, God. there's evil Indian corpses. There's, there's <laughs> problems down there. But you know, Emily goes on through, and they find the leprechaun's gold in a tunnel where it was apparently hidden by the priest. Which I'm like, okay, what kind of bank loan can you get? We're like, look, I got the gold. Where do you have it? Is it in First Savings alone? No, it's in the ground, bro. <laughs> right, right. I well, mean, I don't know how one, that wound up there, but.
2: I, I would assume that he knew of the underground layer and just thought it was secure.
1: Who I, knows? I guess. I don't know. I maybe mean, I mean, he didn't read the instructions that came with the gold.
2: But... <laughs> well, I, maybe, you know, he didn't realize that he could fall through at any time. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but. <laughs> Thus, they find the gold, and when they, as they, you know, had this discussion, like you said, about should we take it, should we not, they start splitting it up, Mm -hmm. they release the leprechaun by taking the gold. Huh? Well, I guess,
2: well, maybe that's what happened, you know, when he uh, died, the the same demons that. Drove the leprechaun in the ground, got all the gold together, and held it there, and it was his trap. I don't know. That's the first time that the gold has been a trap for the leprechaun, and all this. Now the Agreed. clover was used once, in, in the first one, and a couple other things, but never the uh, gold. And so that was kind of interesting.
1: Uh, no, I, I mean, like he, the gold amulet, you know, was what they, <laughs> the dude, brought him into Vegas with the, the, pa- the, the, you know, the. Pirate eye, one-legged guy, oh, and yeah. that and, guy was
2: awesome. By the way, right? Yeah, I wish that guy <laughs> had
1: come back. Where the hell is that guy? I, damn it, damn you, yeah. Leprechaun in the hood! You were supposed to tell me who that was. But yeah, anyway. and,
2: and and get his uh, sweet <laughs> Leprechaun program.
1: <laughs> so, oh, God, <laughs> that computer program. <laughs> All these things that we recall, but <laughs> but I mean, really, I wanted to know who that guy was. But th- that amulet, but they've used that, and then like I said, the four leaf clovers, and then you know he's either been disembodied in space or <laughs> destroyed by wrought iron in a tree. So <laughs> and, and little Mother Hubbard's shoe or something. So I don't, I, I don't know. I guess it's as good as the explanation anyway. We got to get him back in the film, right? Because we got to admit, I think this may be the least appearances of the Leprechaun in a Leprechaun film. He's barely yeah. in this thing.
2: That's true, and I think that's why it's actually compelling. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there, because I really do think that that's one of the only No
1: love for Warwick Davis, I see.
2: Well, not that. It's just that the leprechaun really, they've never used him very well for what he should be there for. He should be there to maim and kill people, and he's... Basically, walks around all the time and spouts off one-liners. Not having that in this one was a good thing, I thought.
1: Yeah, and let's talk about it. I mean, he gets to the killing pretty quick, right? He, he bumps <laughs> into some guy that's got... Uh... He's got a piece of the gold and he's smoking the weed and he shares the oh weed. God. Like th- there's some more weed smoking for you, right?
2: Oh, big time, right? <laughs> yeah, this but- was a great scene though. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. So he, he found one piece of gold sitting there in his friend's room. I, th- I believe it was Jamie's house, was it not? Yeah, yeah,
1: it was over at Jamie's. Yeah. yeah so. so
2: he's in Jamie's bedroom. He finds the gold and he stashes it, right? And he starts smoking out of a big ass bond, like a huge bong uh-huh. and in comes Leprechaun and he's just like, he he thinks he's stoned out of his mind seeing this guy. So he's like, hey, little dude, you want to smoke some weed? And Leprechaun's like, for me? Yeah, absolutely. And so he gets stoned and then finds out that he's got the gold piece and asks for it. And the guy says, "No, that's my gold. You can't have it." Right? He's like all defensive, like that's mine. You can't have. It. You yeah, can't you come up here. You go smoke weed my weed and try weed. to take my yes, gold? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he gets all defensive. So what does the Leprechaun do? He takes the bond and shoves it straight in the guy's stomach, and
1: that's the end of him. I mean, Just, yeah, but it was gory. Like it there was, was blood yeah. pouring. So I was like, man, they put some dough into the gore effects again. I kind of like that. That it was good. Yeah, that, that was fun. I mean, it was. It's yeah, uh, it's. Pointless, and I don't care who that character was. I but don't that's even know what horror
2: films are—a lot of pointless kills, right? And well, this was some nice of them, to see. Yeah.
1: yeah, some of them are. I, you know, like I always associate that kind of thing with like Friday the Thirteenth. You know, sure. just name nameless, naked teenager number five that Jason's oh. going to cut in half. But Nightmare I'm cool with that. On thing. Elm Street, yeah. yeah, they've never done anything cool like that with Leprechaun, and so I'm I'm cool for that. And I like that it's more violent. And I mean, it's a showstopper when he hits him with that thing because yeah. you know it's coming. But then it's right. like. Grr! And, you know, and he just dies this gory death. I don't, I thought it was cool. Like I said, I I thought it was good
2: too. I really enjoyed that. And then the scene that follows is is hilarious. So they they have some good, they actually wrote good comedy in this one, right? Yes. Not this campy, crappy one liner stuff. They actually made good comedy and physical comedy, right? So the leprechaun's downstairs and here comes, I think it's Jamie actually, who comes in and he's looking to build himself something to eat because, you know, all they've been doing all day is smoking weed. So there's hungry, right? Munchies. And leprechaun's hungry too. So he's in there and he's looking in the fridge for something to eat, and then Jamie comes in and knocks the fridge door. So in goes the leprechaun into the fridge, and then he gets out of there. And Jamie comes back to the fridge and knocks him out with the fridge again. Oh, just it's funny as heck. I thought.
1: Oh, I so, thought it was it was really funny. I mean, it's great. And then the the next set of kills at the you know the the salon are even better, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean. Take that woman, breaks that woman's neck while he's giving her the fake massage and all that stuff. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. I, I was I was down with the way the leprechaun was doing I, the kills yeah. and trying to get at the friends.
2: Yeah, I was a little worried that the leprechaun was going to try and rape the, the old big lady oh, oh. because of the way he was acting. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it's like, oh, dear God, don't yeah. go there. And luckily yeah. they didn't. They uh, had him fool around with her by walking on her back and giving her a massage and then just kind of what he slid her throat, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's grotesque again, more oh, grossness, yeah. you know, and that's. That's what I like. You know, He, I, I, I like how though he finally goes after Emily and she barely gets away. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the meanwhile, Jamie's been arrested because there's a dude that got killed at his party. I'm like, that never happens in horror movies. There's like realistic cop work. Going I know. On here. What
2: the hell? They, they're doing their job. And they, 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 we introduce it to these two cops. Right. And they'll they come into play in a little bit here as Jamie gets arrested and taken down to the station. And they're all like, oh, we'll get you out. No problem. Right. Well, of course, they got all the money to get him out if they wanted to. Hmm. but uh he ends up getting out we never see how he gets out but he's out and they're they're all sudden they don't know about the leprechaun yet at this point right they've not actually physically seen him he's done some damage to other things like he went after uh, rory's girlfriend in this movie who happened to find a gold piece take it down to a a melter who melts it down and gives her a gold cap on her tooth that's what she does with her gold (laughs) of course wow uh, uh, can you get more stereotypical racist than that
1: no but this series has obviously never been you know slight about who it's going to try to offend and we talked about that last is. time i mean it was just off the off the chain to be you know stereotypically stupid <laughs> there i mean it was it was crazy and they're just playing right more into it now so mm-hmm. yeah sure i mean look i think the thing is and the thing you got to know is <clears throat> there's a lot of fun poked at African American, you know, thug culture, if you will, in yeah. this film, all right? But it's done by people who are themselves African American and are doing it to poke fun at themselves. I'm not saying yeah. that makes everything right, but it, you know, it, you gotta know it's not it's not, you know, a bunch of white people sitting around making these jokes up. I mean, these are people joking on their own culture. So I'm I'm I am i i do not have any problem with it. Actually I found it to be kinda of funny and I like the fact that they went there. Yeah. And and the other thing too, I mean when he rips her you know jaw out basically to get Ugh. that tooth back. I went I back to my guard. I went back to part two where, like, he bit that dude's finger off for the ring yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was. was I don't, it was gory. It was good though.
2: It was. I I agree. And so at this point, we've had a couple kills, and all of them have been people who aren't actually the thieves of the gold. They just so happen to have a piece that they've come across. What? So it just goes to show that Leprechaun will go after every single piece of gold he's missing, which is oh, great. Of so now we actually get to the point where they actually have a run in with a leprechaun where you were talking about where uh, Emily just barely escapes and she meets up with uh, Jamie and Rory and they're running for their lives. And right. the leprechaun is after them and they, they come across the cops and of course the cops had just released Jamie. So they see Jamie up to no good they think and so they go to arrest them again only one problem the little green bastard shows up (laughs) and spoils the fun now this was my favorite part of the film (laughs) because it's so ridiculously funny it's awesome the cop goes to confront the leprechaun and the leprechaun rips his leg off like, clean off. <laughs> rips it off. And he's standing there holding the leg, and the cop looks at him and says, hey, give that back. <laughs> give that back. And I'm like, really? <laughs> That's what you're gonna do? So they take off in the cop car, or in uh, well, another car that they had there, and the leprechaun all of a sudden dispatches with the cops, no problem, and he needs to get after them. So he goes to the cop car, and of course he's tiny so what does he do he grabs the foot that he's ripped off, or the leg that he's ripped off the cop and uses that to drive after them i thought that was awesome
1: (laughs) it was great slapstick man i mean that's the thing and and i love the when he gets out of the car the next time you just see the cop car come out
2: they meet up with the gang, the other gang of drug dealers <laughs> yeah. in a dark alley, and they're about to get it on, right? Jamie and <laughs> – and uh, was it Winston? Uh, uh, Watson, yeah. Watson. Jamie and Watson are about to get into a big fight. When the cop car pulls up – and they don't know that the leprechaun stole the cop car, so they're just thinking, oh, crap, the cop. And the best thing, the door opens, and here comes the foot. It just comes out. And then falls over, and it's the leprechaun who just put the foot out there. Hilarious!
1: Oh, it's, it was great. I, I love. I love how they just start. Yeah, he, he lays waste to everybody too. Like he dispatches with that gang so fast.
2: Oh, but they had yeah. a. They had this funny part where, uh, 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 God damn it, Watson. And uh the leprechaun get into, like, a brawl. It's all Watson, right? And he's mm-hmm. punching the, the little green bastard and sending him flying across the way into a bunch of trash. And leprechaun gets up and he just smocks him. He's like, is that all you got? And they keep doing it over and over again until finally Watson is just tired from punching the dude. And That's when Leprechaun strikes, and yeah, he dispatches with them really fast. I think, what what does he do? He rips the heart out of Watson, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and I want to tell you what that is stolen from, and I know it is. they may never admit it, but it is directly stolen from Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Jason gets on top of a roof with this guy who's a boxer, and he just, I mean, it's like five minutes of him just right hook, right hook on Jason, standing there, standing there, and he's finally like, fine, give me one of yours. Jason punches his head clean off. I mean, in one shot. So I was like, I was having flashbacks to that, though. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, folks, it's not a bad thing because I like that movie. It's bad, but I like that kind of stuff. I like that they are embracing the badness here and having fun with it. If the first two thirds of this film are dead on with what a leprechaun film should be, like it's, I'm I'm going out on a limb saying that I know, but I mean, it's as entertaining. Uh, if, am I really For, once, right? For once, right? For once.
2: No, I, I completely agree with you that there's good, funny slapstick humor. There's good physical humor that there's gore in this one. And like we said before, there's not as much of the leprechaun and you're getting involved with the characters, which is yeah. amazing. You're actually caring about the characters. Yeah, no, they're like,
1: how can I care about leprechaun characters? But that's right. what's happening, right? I know. So,
2: it, it's well done. And so, yeah. But we get, uh, we get through this scene, and they're running for their lives. And then this is, I think, where we get to uh, the start of the extra long third scene.
1: Yes. The, and it begins with Esmeralda and the understanding that we've got to use four-leaf clovers to take out the leprechaun. And yeah. that's when Rory and Jamie decide we got to lace the hollow point bullets with pieces of the four leaf clover. That and we head need head. to set this up
2: too, Jay, because, yeah. uh, earlier in the film, we had, uh, Uh, Jamie buying a pack of weed or a, I don't know, a bag of weed from Rory. And the other drug dealers that just got dismembered by the leprechaun were seeing this go down, and that's caused some tension between Rory and them to get them in the fight in the first place. But while smoking this weed, he finds a four-leaf clover in the weed sack and thought it was weird and talked to Jamie about it, saying, you put a four-leaf clover in my weed sack to weigh it down or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he was all pissed about that earlier. Well, now Hey, that comes into play. So apparently every bag of weed that Jamie has has four leaf clovers in them because that's <laughs> what we're meant to believe, which I thought was rather silly.
1: It is, it is silly, but even sillier is what they're going to do with it. Have you ever seen Jaws 2? Jaws no. Jaws Harder? Well. There's a scene in there, not to spoil it totally for you, but where the the police officer is so obsessed with killing the shark that has come back that he he takes hollow point bullets and he puts like strychnine down in the little cavity of the hollow point Mm -hmm. and then seals it with wax. Candle wax. And sure. It never it never pays off. He ever shoots the shark with it. I think he winds up wasting the bullets doing something else. But it's this. Like they go through this painstaking scene of watching this guy do it. It's burned in my memory because I've seen the movie so many times. So when I watch Rory do that here, I'm like, wow. We're now going to rip off Jaws too.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's what it's all about with these films. Is they rip off a lot of things.
1: Well, they they do. But it's also starting to tell me something. They're running out of ideas because they've already ripped off Friday the Thirteenth Eight all right, I've seen that. And now we're ripping off and we ripped off Jurassic park really with that, that leg scene. Cause that's mm-hmm. like a scene out of the, with Samuel Jackson's arm that's <laughs> chewed off. And so I'm like, now we're ripping off jaws. 2. I was like, now we're running that ideas. Cause I was like, okay, well for one, it's a four leaf clover. How far can that go? Cause that pistol hole, you know, Nate dog told us, I mean, it's 16 in the clip and one in the hole. So there's 17 <laughs> bullets in that gun. So how, how, how far can that clover go?
2: Uh, apparently very far when you melt it down. Apparently I don't, don't know how clip. you melt down a, a, a four-leaf clover. Personally, I've never tried, so I'm not sure how it melts very well. well
1: wait, wait a minute, have you but, ever found a four-leaf clover?
2: I, I gotta say no.
1: Okay, you know, I'm just—I've
2: yeah. not had that luck to find a four-leaf clover yet. Yeah, I, 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 I assume when I do, I'll be rich, right? <laughs>
1: well, or or you'll be tormented till you're dead. <laughs> yeah, all <well, laughs> that. Well, bit. at least
2: but, I'll have something to kill him with.
1: <laughs> exactly. This is true. So now you know how to do it. So, yeah. but yeah, I—I um, I don't know. I I'm looking at this going well. If the answer is going to be that they shoot the Leprechaun in the head a bunch with the four-leaf clover bullets and that blows him apart, I guess I'm okay with that. But, by George, that is not what Mm, happens.
2: No, not even close. Not even close. Yeah,
1: as you have said, they blast him a few times. The gun jams. There's this back and forth. They get the gun after him again. But that's even ultimately not what kills him. So, my question to you is... Why the hell does the scene even exist? Why do we need to have this? Why can't he just shoot him and temporarily well, disable him? Because that's kind of all he does anyway.
2: What really bugged me is how, what they did with that whole shooting. So he, she shoots him with, what, four rounds? Right. And you, every time he shoots him, this like green glowing essence comes out of the leprechaun's body, almost like that's his life essence coming out of his body. But it doesn't just go away. It hovers around him, and once they stop shooting him, He's able to pull it back into his body. What
1: the hell? It's like those annoying parts of video games where you're beating the crap out of the boss and then all of a sudden he just heals himself magically. And you're like, you son of it a bitch, I, I was winning. I know, right? And that's yeah. what it felt
2: like. I mean, honestly, you're just like, well, if that doesn't work, what the hell you got to do? Do you have to pump him full of 100 bullets before it all goes away? I, I just didn't understand it. And that happens, I think, two times in this mm-hmm. film. And, and you're just left going, what's the point? If a four-leaf clover is supposed to kill him, why is it doing nothing? I don't is is it, it
1: because it's broken apart into pieces? I don't know. There's no answer know. given. Is it's it. just, It's just part of what goes on about 20 minutes too long. This movie is 90 minutes long, so it's barely, you know, theatrical mm. running, whatever, but it could have been 75. Like it, Easily, th- yeah. Th- yeah, there's 10 minutes that just don't need to exist here. It's just bad.
2: Yeah. So we're in the final fight here. The guns mm-hmm. jam. So they're screwed, right? So they go after each other and they try to split up. The leprechaun's going after Emily and she somehow manages to take the gold, which by the way, regenerates its, itself. If We forgot to mention that they were <laughs> upset with each other for using all this gold and they were going to try and get rid of it. And every time that they dumped it out, it regenerated itself into <laughs> the, uh, the, the uh, box that it was being stored in, which yeah. I thought was rather silly. And so they just decide, screw it. We're going to keep it. Uh, Whatever. But anyway, so she takes the, the remaining gold that they have there and tosses it into a burning wood stove fire. And then the leprechaun jumps in after it and she locks him in. And you're thinking, oh, okay, well, I guess this is how it works. Because as we've established in Leprechaun 3, a flamethrower melting the gold should be good enough. Right. But apparently a burning stove at extremely high temperatures with a leprechaun and his gold in it is not enough to kill the leprechaun because she goes after rory who's up there hurt from the battle and uh all of a sudden there's leprechaun again ready to fight
1: yes and ready to go to the death for this again and yeah you know he has to get her in this compromising position here's the thing he's got her hanging off of the damn building brian mm-hmm. and he won't finish her off he keeps talking shit
2: And he's he's like doing the slow death, right? Like someone who steps on your fingers trying to one by one to get you to release, release, release. This is what he's kind of doing there. And it's like, dude, seriously, you got another guy back there who's going to get up and and come after you. And you're just like talking crap to this
1: girl who's about to die. That's awesome. (laughs) I, I know. It was it's amazing. It just keeps on and on and on. But of course, finally... Emily throws some of that gold into the wet cement that gets him near the edge and that's how they're finally able to throw him over the end. And what did right. you make of that too? You call okay. that the plot well, summary? Let's 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 talk here. Okay. It's it's dark,
2: so it's right. nighttime. That construction site has probably been abandoned for a few hours. I would say. There's still wet cement there, which, if I'm not mistaken, should be drying in a couple hours to a point where it's hard enough to not worry about. Right. So at this point, it shouldn't be sitting in that wet cement. But that's not the big problem. The big problem I have is is that once he unloads the gun into leprechaun for the 15th time (laughs) and he's going to get his essence back and finally throws him off into this wet cement, suddenly the wet cement
1: becomes hard and traps him. I mean, like quicksand. Like it's dragging. And what I wanted to know was, mm-hmm. did somehow they summon those demons to drag him back down again? I needed that. That's what I wanted. It would have made
2: more sense.
1: Yeah, I needed Esmeralda to throw some, you know, because she's, she's been throwing magic around and stuff like well, I that. I think she's I need, dead at this point. Yeah, she right? is yeah. dead. That's what I'm saying. She dies in a magic duel with him. I need her, to like in her last move, to summon those demons to drag him into the concrete and hold him there until it dries. That I could buy.
2: Yeah, I would. I would totally buy that too. And and you know, let's face it, that concrete—how deep does that go? Yeah, <laughs> you're it, talking it about up. a guy who's probably six, seven inches thick at minimum.
1: Yeah, easy.
2: Yeah. I would say probably more close to twelve or thirteen. But right. Um. Yeah, it didn't look like it was that deep of a hole, and yet he's he's it's enough for him to not only fall into but start sinking into. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I, no. Yalo, he is still, still trapped there. But that's where we leave him. Yeah. We think, unless is the animated prologue supposed to let us know that he was able to dig himself out?
2: I don't know. But hey, I gotta tell you, this would explain why he's a statue.
1: <laughs> it, it certainly <laughs> would. <number> three. <laughs> Maybe this is how. It all ends. I don't uh, know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I give
1: you credit for trying to write that in there, sir. So,
2: yeah, well, it's well. got you got to try to do something. And but he, yeah, there's one last thing, Jay. We need to talk about because it's a funny little scene that we have in the middle of this that really has no real consequence to the movie. Hmm. It's a scene where uh, Rory's on a basketball court selling weed to Jamie, and all of a sudden, <laughs> a, a white businessman. Rolls up in his 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 car, his nice car, comes out, and he's talking to uh, Rory about getting more weed. Right. And so Rory gives him weed, and he calls him the N-word. And there was a, a setup before this with Jamie telling Rory that the N-word is no longer used. They call each other ninjas. <gasps> <laughs> what's up my ninja yes. is the new phrase and right. okay <laughs> so the white guy comes up buys the weed and calls him the n-word and everything stops and then rory who was arguing the ninja thing before says no no, no man we say ninjas now he's like oh and he goes sorry i meant what's up my ninjas and everyone's yeah. fine all of a sudden so apparently <laughs> this is true now, everyone's catching the ninjas now. I would not test that. No, I would gonna, not either, I would yeah. say. and, and then, oh, I
1: think The capper of it, though, is, is the white guy running back to his yes. car going, oh my
2: God, oh my God, oh my God. He's not going to die. Yep. Good stuff. But that was a funny line.
1: It was funny. I think they were trying to start something there, but I don't know that enough people saw this for that. to no, take I w- hold And w- if they had, not. I don't know that it would. So, Brian, we're at the point of the podcast where it's time to give final thoughts, recommendations and popcorn ratings. So what are yours for Leprechaun Back to the Hood?
2: You know, Jay, I dreaded doing this one for the last six months plus because, let's face it, we've suffered through (laughs) number two, which was almost unbearable. Yes. We suffered through number three, which was okay, but still not great. We suffered through number four, which was hideous. Yes. And we suffered through the hood number one, which was just pretty pathetic. Yeah. I dreaded this, but I got to tell you Jay, I sat down to watch this and I was captivated for pretty much the whole thing until the end. I was captivated by it. I thought it was well written, a decent storyline for a leprechaun movie, and there was some good humor and good gore in this film enough to keep me captivated. So for me, we're going out on a high note for Leprechaun series as far as the work Davis era goes. And I'm giving this the highest we've ever given a leprechaun. I'm giving it a medium popcorn. It's worth watching and it's good enough to watch as a standalone to all of them. If you want to see the first one, because it's a cult classic, I would recommend that. And then watch this one and skip everything in the middle.
1: Brian, Entertainment Weekly, what's called this, one of the 25 worst sequels ever made and said, quote, if a film could start a race riot, it would be this movie. (laughs) Well, if you're sensitive to those issues, that is exactly true, but... If you're watching this kind of stuff because you're looking for some kitschy, horrific-type fun, let me tell you, folks, you have come to the right place. I'm joining you in that bucket of medium popcorn, and I'm going to say something even crazier. This is the best one. It's better than the first one. I had more fun with this than any of them that we have watched, and it ain't even close. I... I am sad to say that I own those first four. They're in my, my <laughs> collection. <do> I. <laughs> I. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't own these until now. I own the uh. one <laughs> because I know I will watch it again. I can say that <laughs> emphatically. The other three are coasters, but this one and the first one, I eventually will revisit them again because uh, this movie has got a lot going on. Now, that's it. The third act needs some work, and if somebody wants to do a fan edit and polish that up, I'm down for it, but, and no one ever will, but uh, that needs some work. But other than that, I was I was there for two-thirds of this movie, and for that, I've got to reward it with such. And I'm glad we're going out on a high note with the Warwick Davis era. And I want to tell you, I don't know what this WWE thing is going to become of. I kind of hope it never it never happens. <laughs> God, well, just it's, no it's coming it out
2: on, in February, man. It, it's already set. February 28th, I believe, it's going to be coming out.
1: Well, so I guess we will be back. <laughs> yes.
2: St. <laughs> Patty's Day. Look for the final installment of our Leprechaun series. Hopefully.
1: Oh, my, oh my, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm going to go ahead and say now. It'll be the last one ever made.
2: So, <laughs> unless that, Hornswoggle needs some more money.
1: <laughs> I, unless they come up with something that just nothing else has had before. We'll see. We'll see. But it has been fun going through this again. So. Folks, thanks for joining us for this latest episode of Film Strip. You can find more episodes at our website, continuousplaypodcast.com slash movies. You can search by keyword there for the series you're looking for. All kinds of stuff besides leprechaun films. I mean, we've got other horror films like I Know What You Did Last Summer, My Bloody Valentine. We've got the whole Alien series. We've got Superman, Fast and Furious, all kinds of films there for you to enjoy and a lot more to come in the future. Catch up with us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, leave us a positive review on iTunes as it helps other people find the show. Till next time, for Brian, I'm Jay. Thanks for listening to Filmstrip. Thanks for listening to Filmstrip. Visit our website, continuousplaypodcast.com, for more reviews and episodes. All content used or discussed in this podcast are the property of their respective owners and used under the Fair Use Act Section 504C2, Title 17.